Time for that intro portion of the podcast. We're we're introing. Yeah, um, and here's the thing: you stumbled again. You stumbled across a, a. You stumbled onto. You stumbled into. You stumbled around a great podcast. Stumbled near. Yeah, you stumbled near a great podcast. And let me tell you what you've gotten into here. And what you can expect from the Pump Fake Podcast is, uh, I'll give it to you. You you not give it to you straight here. Is that. Sit down, have a listen as we tackle the burning questions and hot content swirling around the fina- the Fantasy Fight Club League. That's all we want you to be a part of. We've got an amazing uh, audience of 12 grown men combined in a fantasy football league that is too important to us. And we're so happy that you joined us. And we've got a slew of things that we're going to get to today. Do you want to tell us what we're, we're running through on today's podcast? We're going to start off with a little sneaky sauce. Ben caught me with a little sneaky sauce that we talked about at the beginning. Um, and we, then, then, we then adjusted that sneaky sauce. Yeah, that really took a little yeah. rabbit trail yeah. that we, we followed all the way down. Yeah. And then we've got a little trade value retention. That's right. It's a TVR, which is a nice little segment that Griff added for us this week. Um, and now I'm analyzing our trades, and then we've got a prayer analysis, believe yeah, it or not. very big. Believe it or not. And then we get right into that big data. Big data. Big data. Nice little piece that I put together here. Hopefully you'll enjoy that. You will. And then what else do we get into, Ben? We get into the uh, punishment results after our Danny Ainge and Blizzo Award. So we get to the final results, which is very exciting. For our punishment, we give out the Danny Angel board, and then we go into our weekly review, where there's a lot of weight and a lot of things at stake, as you'll learn in the punishment results. So, uh, we do our weekly review, pick them, and we review our takes. So, that's what we've got going on in this podcast. We're really excited. You're going to love it. You're going to enjoy it. Any thoughts, Patrick P? As always, you know, cuddle up with your your cocoa, your burb, and then cuddle up responsibly. Enjoy. Thank you, Singapore. Is. You do not talk about fighting. Not fighting, 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 we got sneaky sauce. You ready for it? I hope so. I don't like Cheez-Its. I mm. uh, I go so far as to say I hate Cheez-Its. Wow. I think their marketing is fantastic. I love the big cheese wheels. I love when they talk. I like how they're like cheese. And it gives them all these personalities and stuff. And I'll even go so far as to say I like their duo's flavor. White cheddar and all these different. But I don't like individual Cheez-Its. Wow. I think they're bland. I think they're boring. I think there's a lot of better options. I would much rather go with a chip than mm. a cracker. Okay. They got a little salt on them, though. They got a little salt, a little cheese. I think the cheese honestly tastes bad. Really? Yeah, I don't even like the, I don't like the cheese flavor. I haven't had one in so long, but I do know... I'm kind of on the opposite. I don't like their variations of cheeses. I don't like their duos. I don't like their other cheese. Like I just liked the original cheese that's back whenever I would go. And here's what I would go in between, because I've always been a big cheese snack guy. I would go in between cheddar, Pringles, and Cheez-Its back in the day. Those were my things. And I would, I would, I could clean through. Cheddar, Pringles, and Cheez-Its. Yeah, that's what I would go in back and forth between. It's like, if I'm going to the store, it's like, what do You're I want this week? You're a cheesy boy. I'm a cheesy boy. 
But yeah, I, I liked Cheez-Its back in the day. I have not had it in years, though. I haven't had it since probably college. See, if if I'm going that way, like if I find myself in the cracker aisle. I just realized we don't have any snacks around us. What do <laughs> well, we do? We've got bourbon, we've got yeah. Coca-Cola, we've got water, we've got our liquids. I'm a big consume your calories through liquid guy, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Let me tell you what I picked up today at the store. Yeah. Queso Ruffles. See, I'm a big fan of that. I could try that. Yeah. I could, I could go for that. But I just, there has been these, like, uh, they're rich chips. Have you ever had those? No. Those are good. Those oh, are good. You talking about the crisps? Yes, crisps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, we've Ritz chips. Are they? I don't know. Yeah, those are good. I know what you're talking about. I'm a big though. fan of those. Mm-hmm. And so I find myself just yeah. I'm not not big on cheese. It's I saw the commercial today. I was thinking about them and I was like, I'm gonna roast them on the podcast. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing because I don't think they're good. Well, listen up, cheese. You've been flamed. You've been flamed on the Pump Fake podcast. Proud part of the Pump Fake Multimedia Conglomerate Industries Incorporated. So, I mean, we're up and coming. We're growing big. Caterham now knows Cheez-Its are not on the docket for Don't their grocery spend your list. Money. Don't spend your money on Cheez-Its. <clears throat> Buy Ritz chips or chips. Just chips. Well, when um, you turn on ads, it won't be a Cheez-It ad. I hope it's a Coca-Cola ad. <laughs> Honestly, I hope that's what it is. Yeah. Um, that's what... That, that's all it is. Okay. I mean, I like Cheez-Its, I think. I, I would have to dip back in and try them again in my older age, but I used to really dig in on some Cheez-Its. I could probably clean out half a box in one setting if I needed to. Okay, let's be honest. A full box. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'll come clean. I'll be honest. You don't have to break my leg, all right? You don't have to... What is it? What is it? Don't... Uh, you don't have to bend my arm. Don't bend my arm. Don't bend my arm. Yeah. Break my leg. <laughs> you don't have to break my leg. <laughs> Oh, All right, man. that's uh, that's my portion of the sneaky sauce. Um, I want to elect your portion just for a moment, and I know you don't think that you have a moment, but I'm going to give you a moment. Okay. Um, why are you waking up at 5 o'clock? Ah, yeah, that's my new thing. That's my new me. <laughs> well, new... How, how new is that? How fresh is that? Uh, one day old. Man, <laughs> Today how, was the first day. Tell me how it's treating you, because I think, it, you know, it, it, could be, it could be treating you real good. I'm a little sleepy at this point, but I think it was great. I just, I was telling you that, I'm starting to give it five. I'm not a morning person. I'm a night owl through and through my whole life. But I just felt like, man, my mornings are rushed. I'm always feeling like I'm rushing around, trying to get Nora ready, which, yes, I have a family, a daughter, (laughs) two dogs, a home, a wife. Yeah, so... Getting all that settled in the morning is a lot. So I was like, man, I just need to get up early. And I, I was reading some articles, and people were saying the most productive people in the world wake up at 5 a.m. And I don't know if that's a bunch of malarkey or not, but I'm giving it a shot. And today was great. I had so much time this morning. I'm starting to get excited about the idea of introducing breakfast to my daily routine, which oh, has not man. been part of my routine yeah. um, through the first 29 years of my life. So I'm excited to get get things moving. You still have the majority of your life to figure out the breakfast thing. That's true. And I can't claim that I have. I'm just saying, like, isn't that crazy? 29 years and you're still not even... Tip of the iceberg, man. Yeah, yeah you're just really out here scratching the surface. When you when they look back at the end of your life, they're going to be like, wow, did you know Patrick was a breakfast guy? Like, yeah. what do you mean? <laughs> like, well, his first 29 years, he didn't make any breakfast. Mm-hmm. Like, well, yeah, but the last 80, he did. People towards the, the second two-thirds of my life... 
are going to not know who they're talking about whenever they're saying, yeah, this Patrick is a night night owl. He slept in as late as he could. But he never had oh, breakfast. Bachelor life is like no, 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 no. He was married, had a three-year-old. Like he was, <laughs> it was not, not. He was not a bachelor at that yeah. point. Depending on who you ask in the Fight Club, some may know, some <laughs> may not know. But yeah, he had a family at that point. But they I'm talking about the Patrick that uh, is a morning person, gets up at five every morning. So yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited about it, but I'm definitely starting to feel a little sleepy at this point in the day. But let me. Oh, I I didn't tell you this yet. So I got up. Oh, this is super 5 sneaky. Actually, super sneaky. Got up five a.m. Did my morning or whatever. Hung out. Really enjoyed it. My slow morning. Did not eat breakfast. So that's that's this is where I realized I need breakfast yeah. <laughs> because I got to I got to work and. By 9.30, I was like, I'm ready for lunch. I'm hungry. I don't know how long I can wait. And I had my lunch with me, but I literally heated up my lunch at 10 a.m. And I ate my lunch at 10 a.m. <laughs> for the first time ever. <laughs> I've mean, been up for yeah. five hours at that point. Normally, yeah. I'm only up I'm up five hours and it's noon. Burning you know? all those calories, your body is eating that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's crazy. I, this is the earliest I've ever ate my lunch, but no regrets. I always judge those people that are waiting outside the line. When I used to work at Fazoli's. They would wait outside the door at 11 o'clock. I ate at Fazoli's today. <laughs> Damn, bro. Well, I mean, I had leftover Fazoli's. Yeah. I ate it at 10. But see, that's what you ate it at 10. 10 a.m. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Because I had it yesterday, yeah. and I had leftovers. But see, that's what these people are. They're, they're people that have been awake for six six hours, <laughs> I guess and so. they're like, hey, I'm hungry. I need to get that lunch oh, in. And man. I'm like, how about you wait until normal lunch hours at 12? Mm-hmm. I don't need to line out my door at 11 when I open up the doors. Yeah. So, Respect. It was weird, man. 10 a.m. lunch. 10 a.m. fizzles for your boy. So It's a scary thought. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if I can keep it up. I mean, I'm a big talk, but we'll see if I a week from now. We'll do a recap. See Can't if I'm still doing try. 5 a.m. Can't say you didn't try. I got, I got an alarm, okay, that yeah. makes me get out of bed. Put your feet on it? That is, no, it's a, it's a phone app, and it yeah. makes me, like, I take a picture of something the night before, and I have to take a picture of that thing the next morning for what? my alarm to go off. So I took a picture of my bathroom sink the night before. I had to take a picture of my bathroom sink this morning for my alarm to, to stop going off. That's insane. Yeah, because I know myself. Yeah. And if I can do anything to stay in bed, I'm going to because I just want to sleep. Yeah. But in the morning, so if I get out of bed, that is 90% of the battle for me. So I figured out that alarm. and Not just the alarm great. across the room? You didn't want to do that? No, because I like having my phone next to me at night and stuff, and I don't Buying want to go through all that. Clock? No, I would hate that. I would hate that. It wouldn't work for me. I would literally go turn it off, get back in bed. But if I'm in an action spot where, like, okay, I can start brushing my teeth, I can put my contacts in, then I'm like, okay, I'm getting into my day. Getting into my day. But if I have a next action step, then there's less of a chance of going back to bed. That's true. But if I can just get up, hit an alarm, and then jump back in bed, better believe. That's what mine is. Better believe I'm going to bed. Mine is across on the dresser, and it's the shrillest thing. I hate it. But it wakes me up, and i got to get up. Take like five steps over there, eh, probably more like four, four steps over there, and I snooze it, and it's right there. It's that moment. Mm. Are you getting back oh. in bed, or are you going to get on with your day? That's the hill I die on and it's either immediate, it's It's either immediately, it's like right to the shower. Like, just, just yeah. do it. Yeah. Get to the shower. Or mm-hmm. it's like, eh, back in bed. Yeah. Man, it's so easy to just jump right back in bed. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see if I can keep it up. That's good. That's good. That was, uh, that was pretty good sneaky sauce there. That we, sneaky we sauce really turned into something. Yeah. It really did. It just started with Cheez-Its. Yeah. And how much they suck. Don't forget, Cheez-Its suck. Yeah, Cheez-Its but, suck. Get at 5 a.m. All right. Well, let's, two get, uh, let's get into our, our next segment here. You smiling. 
Why are you smiling? Football's fun. You think football is fun? Yes, no. No? Certainly. Uh, it was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? No, not by now. No, it's not fun anymore. No. Not even a little bit. Zero fun, sir. All right. We wanted to talk to you guys about trades and waivers. Um, so let's go ahead and get into that. Patrick, uh, let's talk about trades and waivers. What do you got? Yeah, first one up is, and the last one up is, yep, that's all of them. There's, none all of them. Right. There's nothing Good. to talk about. Yeah, no trades, no waivers, huh? There were some waivers at the end of last week, but nothing notable. Uh, except for someone spent money on a kicker. That's true. I think somebody did spend like a dollar or something on a kicker last week. I don't remember who it was to flame them. I don't remember what it's not the, as important. We just don't care. I think Connor picked up Fournette at some point. Okay. Yeah. Hibble, habble, babble. He was wabble about nothing. It's not important. So, waiver, instead of talking about trades and waivers, we're going to talk about a masterpiece that was sculpted before our eyes. Yeah. The TVR, the trade value retention from our number one spot power ranking, Scruff McGruff. Black Panther. Man, um, you want to tell me what you thought about those? T'Challa. T'Challa of T'Chaka. T'Chaka. Wakanda forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. TVR. It was great, man. He He's breaking down. So basically, he's pulling from, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he's pulling from the CBS trade value charts. I believe that's right. That's the, the current and rest of season rankings that are dated each week by, I think his name is Dave. <laughs> I don't remember his last name. Um, Old but, Dave. But yeah, so it'll be interesting to kind of see how the season goes on. These players, like a hinging point for me, obviously, is Michael Thomas. If Michael Thomas, if his value goes up, then my trades will go into the positive. And then you've got some others sure. that are already deep into the negative because of injuries or other things. Yeah, like I'll that. talk about it. Um, <laughs> uh, he was looking at you. Yeah, no, but that's the thing, though. With those CBS rankings, they take someone's evaluation, and as soon as they're injured, immediately they take that to zero, which Dak Prescott was one of those top guys. Seems like zap- zero. Hurts. Pretty accurate. Yeah, well, okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> it's, I mean... He was a great quarterback at the time. He was, absolutely. And he did well for me. But anyway, so the thing that I liked about it, I don't need to... The analysis is always appreciated in the Fight Club League. That is something that, above and beyond, that's what we're here for. The effort, the big data, if big you data. will. But man, i got to be honest. What wrote me in, presentation. The presentation and the aesthetic of that was, was beautiful. so well-pleasing. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Okay, tell me what. Is that I heard Connor say it himself. A great sign. With great presentation and great aesthetic from your corporate drone. <laughs> All right? Mm-hmm. Great sign. Well, I guess that's what it was. He's a corporate <laughs> drone, and what that what is a great picture of that reality yeah. is a presentation and aesthetic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got there. It's a great sign. <laughs> yeah, got there. But, uh, but I just thought that was so funny because it was like, it really was. It was yeah. so pleasing. I was like, man, if I was a CEO or a boss of a company, I'd be like, man... This right here, that's what I want to see. Oh, yeah. And I like, I just, naturally, I like how it turned up. And when I, again, I'm not the smartest guy. I never claim to be. All sure. right? I'm an emotional dude, full of energy. <laughs> full All right? Energy. <laughs> so, um, what I realized, going through, the, uh, going through the, the TVR, was that everyone had a score. And I was like, well, what about all the people that didn't do a trade? Mm, yeah, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. Out? For every trade, there's two sides. Yeah. I was like, man, 
That's it why is, everybody's in there. It is pretty mind blowing that everybody has been a part their, of a trade. Been a part of a trade. And that did surprise me. I was really expecting like, okay, one person to have not have been a part of the trade, and yeah, that to be it. So yeah, um, but there was uh, everybody had one part, and because everyone was a part of one part, there were two sides to that trade. And Equal parts. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. That's all yeah. I'm saying. It was great. Yeah, for sure. Thank and you we'll, so much, Scruff McGruff. We'll be looking for new updates as the season progresses to see how these trades shake out. Man. You know what? And that's one thing that I'm not going to get too far on a tangent here, but I really want to look into the the schedule of the year, right? Mm-hmm. And how, like, man, if we can... That's a home run, what just happened. So, like, week seven, every single year, we have TVR. Trade value retention, just like a little update. Mm-hmm. And then an update at the end of the year. Yeah. Like, that's all we need. Like, that's really cool. And that happens, and it gives us content for two. I think I'm a content Nazi or something. Like, it's all I care about. A Nazi? Sorry, a content, that's like, That's the opposite theme. of you are. You're a content, yeah, you're a content yeah, theme. I just want more of it. And so that's the thing. Like, I see one good thing, and I just want to set consistency with it because I need it to return. Mm-hmm. Like, what I'm going to go ahead and market it for probably a couple weeks out now, two weeks, three weeks out is that, man, me and you are going to do ourselves a turkey dish podcast again. Throwback uh, to the classic. way back when, mm-hmm. when we labeled people as, uh, as, I, as I labeled people as turkey dishes on Thanksgiving Day. Thanksgiving We're going to throw dishes. that back. And that's yeah. going to be a smaller podcast, but a podcast we just knock out real quick and it's really, really funny to listen to. And then we go enjoy ourselves essentially a break on the podcast just because we give everybody a food rating and that's it. So that's the essential bye week? Yeah, I was labeling it the bye week. It's just going to be a fun little time for me and you to talk about like, dude, I think that that guy is the cranberry sauce. Mm-hmm. I think that's oh, he, what he is. He definitely is. Yeah. So it's going to be fun, but that's going to be one thing that was good before. Mm-hmm. It might have been good before because it was the start of the podcast, but... It was good. People liked it. And we'll do it again, and mm-hmm. it'll be fun. Likewise, TVR needs to be planted seven weeks when it was, and then maybe caught up on the back end, mm-hmm. and that'll be it. Yeah. Sounds like a great plan. Yeah, I just, I'm just digging it. I'm yeah. Just loving it. Just loving it. Okay, and then... Do you remember what you were for Thanksgiving Turkey Day uh, podcast? I think I, I called don't. you the cranberry sauce. I think I called you the cranberry sauce. I don't remember. I know the Scruff McGruff was the green beans. Was he? Yeah. How do you remember that? I don't know. Because I think he <laughs> named himself that. Should oh. bring, like, Griffin oh, okay. or something like that. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, I'm really looking forward to it. A lot of fun. Um, so, yeah. Griffin, thank you for the TBRs. And uh, maybe give us an update closer to the end of the season so we have concluding uh, statistics for those. And maybe we look forward to it next year. Absolutely. I love think, that. I think trade analysis is key. Because you've got to got to be held accountable. You got to know how your trades have worked out. You got to know if your risks pay off, and you want everybody else to know if your risks pay off. That's the big point. Yeah, and um, speaking of accountability, mm-hmm. speaking of uh, whether or not your risks paid off. Yeah. Eh, not really a correlation there, but let's talk about. This is fine. Prayer analysis. We don't have waivers. We don't have trades. So we're talking about trade value retention, and instead of waivers. We're going to talk about prayer analysis. Yeah, the spiritual side of the league, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. This is an important part of our league. Uh, a lot of prayers to the fantasy gods. And uh, I think we've... Patrick, do you mind giving us a breakdown on yeah. what uh, what we saw this week through uh, through prayers to the fantasy gods? You've got some fine... Lowercase g. You've got some fine examples of some prayers to the lowercase g's. And... <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, um, yeah, I mean, we've got two 
two ends of the spectrum here. Okay. We've got one prayer going up with potential malicious intent. And oh. and we saw how the, the lowercase g's dealt with that. And then we've got one that was basically um, praying for just a sparing of judgment. Um, more of a, a Essentially prayer. giving the lowercase g's the, the power. Understanding yeah. being in a humble stance. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You have the power. I am your lowly servant. Do just, not smite me. Just don't smite me. Wow. Um, but yeah, so we see that. So we've got Evan S. here, a simple prayer. Oh, fancy gods. He did do the uppercase G's. Okay, well, I mean. But, I mean, you know, it obviously worked. <laughs> so so whatever uh, whatever you got to do there. Okay. Please spare okay. me your judgment. I ask that you smite Connor F. for his overconfidence. Amen. No malicious there? No malicious. Well, you know, it's malicious, but it's basically, it's keying on the fact that I think what he's figured out here is that the fantasy gods don't like pride. And he was calling out in Connor F a plank in his eye. Wow. He was calling out some pride in Connor F. And so then it was left to the fantasy gods to decide. Let them judge. Let them be the judge. Let them judge. And that prayer came back not null and void. But it came back successful. I love that. And so they did spare him his judgment. They blessings and favor to your fantasy creations forever and ever. Amen. (laughs) Was was the thought? Was the uh, was the response? Was and a a natural response of praise. Mm -hmm. That's what you see. Um, What do you think about the gift that was involved? The gift. Can you give me any uh, cultural cultural um, context? Can you help me out with that? Because I'm not sure. I don't mean you both don't know. (laughs) I want to say that it's uh, Game of Thrones. I don't Before know. Yeah, someone enters into battle. I don't know. It's a, on Stars. A, is Game of Thrones on Stars? I thought it was an HBO. Or I have no idea. We're obviously out of the loop on on. Sorry, guys. Yeah, so I can't catch us up on the group me as to where that is, and I like to think that we will be seeing it again. I, I like to think I like that to it's going to be a recurring. Um, <laughs> as usage. long as he's getting W's, I think that yeah, we'll be, we'll be seeing that again. And then we've got the other side. We've yeah. got we've got Like Warford. Um, I know that guy. I know that guy. First of all, one thing you notice is. You've got you've got the SpongeBob, which is which is a continuation of what our our league cares about. Very great, much so. Great Very SpongeBob so. memes, but where we do see a falter here is the the asking for an injury mm. <laughs> clause mm. of the prayer. Clause. Um, he he prayed that Calvin Ridley would drink from the fire hose, that Todd Gurley would thirst to death on the field. Oh my gosh. That Matt Ryan's arm would be blessed with strength, and that he would have the endurance to drop bombs downfield, and then curse the legs of Gurley. And this is the key hinging part: curse the legs of Gurley that his legs would bend but not break, oh. and just need a week's rest. Amen. And what we find is that it was not Gurley's legs that would bend and not break; it would be Ridley's legs that would wow. bend and not break. Damn, isn't that something? So it's, it's very interesting, but like does respond in the way that you would need to respond okay, in a yeah. situation like this. It's a cry for forgiveness. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Immediate cry. For, no praise from this one. Just just cries for forgiveness. He, just realized, he realized what he did. Um, he said, for I did not know what I was doing. <laughs> you passed judgment on me and I'm suffering. Shower me through mercy and grace. Calvin Ridley did not drink from the fire hose. It was Ridley's legs that would have been not Okay, break. so he acknowledged he his mistake. Yes, and, and he chose joy. Yeah. At the end of it all, so this is this is just a great. I'm I'm very thankful for our brothers here, our fantasy brothers, brothers fantasy, fantasy. to you know they're testing the waters of what do the lowercase g's really get on board with and what. But what it tells me is that they're listening. They're listening. They are listening. If anything, like, they're if, listening. If you have things to say, uh, 
getting as close to blasphemy as we possibly can here, <laughs> just trying to try to uh, toe the line. The but, fantasy uh, lowercase g is a variant. But what do we learn? We learn we learned that uh, the the lowercase g's don't like pride, yeah. and uh, they don't like malicious intent. Right. So, so don't ask for injuries. Um, if you do, you're 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 playing with fire. I think if and not do, a fire hose. Yeah. If you're doing that, then um, I don't know. I think that there's a good case to be made that uh, you join the likes of. Mark Marcus Perkis and the Mark organization oh. uh, for for um, for their for their investigation tactics. I mean, I would hate to look back on your prayer request log and to see malicious intent named for players and players in a row. I mean, that would be borderline immoral. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's where Mark's whole entire investigation hinges on. So True. again, we've yet to receive an update on that. We're waiting for the lead investigator to leak the story and to leak the video footage. But yeah, we will. Uh, We'll, we'll let that one pass. But yeah, that, that's all that we wanted to discuss. Instead of our trade and our waiver, we thought that the trade value retention deserved some attention as well as prayer analysis also needed some attention. So I like that uh, like the little segment there. Do you like? Do you want to add anything else to our, to our analysis for this week? No, yeah. I was just looking at the final scores and the, the Evan S squad did win by about six points and like ended up losing by about four points. So the Fantasy G's did keep their games close. They wanted them to have faith through to the end. Um, it seemed that Evan did and Like still held down with a four-point punishment there for the malicious intent that he had on the legs of Gurley. But, it, you know, they, they are the trailblazers. We now know we now know how you approach the fantasy Gs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. With that being said, let's, uh, we're going to move into a segment here. In this session, let us try to understand what is big data. That uh, I want you to go ahead and juice up, take some water, take some bourbon, um, you know, quench your thirst. Because what we've got here is a, is a big data segment, big data. Big data. Are we um, hitting the drop on big data? Say what? Are you going to hit the drop on big data? Uh, I don't know what the drop is. but Audio gonna... drop. The big data audio oh, I might, drop. I might include it. I might include it. It's yeah. I mean, I should. I I got the timestamp here. <laughs> um, but what what Patrick has rigged up for us is a uh, is some more analysis, and that's the thing. I mean, I mean, paralysis by analysis is almost what I'm starting to discover in our league is that we've got a lot of analysis. Now, I'm never gonna be shy to take on more analysis. But all I have to say is that I I am unaware. So you're going to be explaining to me what this big data segment is, what you found in your findings, um, and what the fantasy statistics would say about our league. Uh, if you could, as best as you could, make it as clear for uh, some of the slower members of our fantasy league, um, a.k.a. myself. <laughs> in layman's terms, please. Yeah, it's our first real big data um, segment on the pod this year that I can remember. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna try. To, I'm gonna try to break it down. I'm gonna try to make a few fine points. I'm gonna tell you where um, where this research even began, um, and kind of guide you through here what, what I've got going on here. So, and I want I will. I will add. I'm gonna mm-hmm. try my best to sense the questions from the people. Yeah. Uh, and ask them as we go. So. Okay. Absolutely. I'm here. I'm here for you guys. You can be the sounding board. <clears throat> okay. So. Basically an overview of what I've got here is I put together a spreadsheet with 
all of... Already on a good foot. I love spreadsheets. I love spreadsheets, big too. Big spreadsheet guy. I'm a big data guy. We are a spreadsheet appreciation group. Keep Absolutely. Going. And what I've got is every week, every team's points that they've scored each week this year, so far. Okay. Broken down by week. Thanks. And then... <laughs> and then, basically, what I've done here is I've seen how many players would you beat in that week. So, in week one... If you scored 145.38 points, as example, is what Cook scored that week. Yeah. He had the highest points that week. So, obviously, he would have gone 11-0 and against every other team that week. You with okay. me so far? Yeah. And if you scored 89.56, which is what I scored, which was the lowest that week, you would go 0-11. You would not beat one team that week. So, if you played every single team that week, what was your record is what I was boiling this down to. Does that make sense? Yeah, so we're going to have some mass numbers here. Yes, it's an aggregate record against every other team for every other week, or for every week of the year. So I've got weeks one through eight here, and I've got some interesting findings here. My The reason I got into this was I was wondering, I wanted to ask the question because I saw the playoff picture that Evan posted today. Most recently, which was? It was, um, I believe, Cook, Connor... Tiz, Griff, Patrick, and Mark. I will confirm. Uh, no shuffling here. It is Tiz, Cook, and Griffin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mark and Connor. Mm-hmm. And then yourself. And then myself in the in the points four position. Yeah. So I wanted to know if I had played every other team this year, if we've all played every other team this year, would I still be in the top six with my record? That's kind of what I want to know. It's like with my points four... Yeah. Should it be enough for me to still get in the top six if we literally all played each other every single week? Yeah. So my thought was I, I would still make it in the playoffs based on my record, not just on my points. Okay. You with me so far? Yep. So I did that. So weeks one through eight, I put it all together and found some interesting things. Okay. So I would, in fact, I would still be in the sixth slot. My record on the season would be 45 and 43 for the season. So I would have 45 wins and 43 losses. So just over 500. Wow. Okay. And I would be in the top six position. What I did find that was interesting was, and I'm going to post, I've got basically three subsets of data here. I've got the total season record. I've got weeks one through four record. And then weeks five through eight. So the first half of the season so far, the second half of the season so far, to see who's trending up now. Interesting. Um, And on the season total... You're doing a great job. No no notes needed for me. Okay, great. You're doing a great job. Um, The first... So the top six is what I found here. I'll just list them off. So it's the top six of the total season so far, based on that record, would be Cook, Connor, Griff, Tiz, Isaac, and then me. So, so what's interesting here is Isaac sneaks in there if it's just based on record. So Isaac's had essentially a bad bad matchups, right? What you would say because yeah. overall he is winning. He's taking mm-hmm. down a lot more wins against other opponents, but he seems to be running into the buzzsaw. Right, and then Mark drops actually to the ninth spot there on the record. So it's okay. interesting. So Mark is the one that's bumped out of the playoff picture based on this, and then Isaac slips in there in the in the five spot. Which just goes to show is that Mark's got favorable matchups. Right. Because he seems to have a better record than his score would tell us. Yeah, that's what the, that's what stats say. Okay. So then I I wanted to break it down and see, okay, so who who did well weeks one through four and who's trending up weeks five through eight? So weeks one through four. Oh Lord. 
I find myself all the way down at 11. Naturally. Yeah. Um, and, oh, by the way, before I move on, I, w- I would like to just disclose the bottom three area of yeah. the total season just so that people know. So the bottom three, based on the whole season, would be Evan, Eric, and yourself, Benny yeah, P. thank you. I know. Yeah, so 10 through 12 right there. I'm not, I'm not afraid of the bottom. I live <laughs> back here. I just, I live at the bottom. Uh, bottom. And sometimes Bikini I... Bikini bottom. Yeah, I live at Bikini Bottom, and sometimes I come up and try to snag a playoff spot in the sixth seat every once in a while. That's all I try to do. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I guess and on the season, the best record so far would be Cook would be 63-25, and 25, which wow. is a pretty good record. Gosh. Pretty good record. So if he, if he faced everybody this year, 63-25. and 25. That's incredible. Pretty strong. Okay, so then weeks one through four, we've got... And I don't need to get down to the standings, except that I'm at the bottom. You're at the very bottom, yeah. once again. I, from one through four? Yeah, weeks one through four. It's not going to be a lot better for five through eight. <laughs> and I was in 11th spot, and Eric was in 10th. So a common thread here, Eric and you are in the bottom three. I dropped down to the bottom in weeks one through four. Yeah. The top six are pretty similar, except that Luke gets in there, actually. Weeks one through four, Luke is in the top six. All right, well, they started off hot, hot season. Yeah. A lot so, of points for So I dropped out weeks one through four, and Luke gets in there. And then so weeks five through eight is really what I, what I want to drill into because it's very interesting. Yeah. Weeks five through eight. Who, drill into this, see if we can find some oil. Yeah. The top record, weeks five through eight. Who would you guess it would be? Top record. Yeah. If, well, they, if they played everybody. Yeah, see, here's the thing. Um, I have a feeling it's you. You're right. Because you've been putting up immense numbers for. Yeah. And you just like, and we've all noticed, like we've talked about the last couple of weeks, is that you are losing by a fingernail to somebody who just out, outscores you or something like that. Yeah. So, and I have not seen this data. So, I am going straight off of what we've been discussing from week to week. And it does feel like you've been, like, wins have been stolen from you. Yeah. And so, for those reasons, I can sit here and be like, you've probably got a lot of points for in the midst of all that, and you're losing by two points, half a point, five points, and that's not enough to deter what your statistics are saying, which are that right. and you're kicking a lot of other teams' butts. And that's what it, it's what started all, was like going up against Cook, who had the best record, or the best score this week, and I had the second best score this week in losing. Okay. I, went up to, I went up against Evan earlier this year, who had the best score, and I had the second best score that week as well. So I wondered how many weeks was would be similar to that. So yeah, the weeks five through eight, here's the top trending players, the top six. It's myself, then it's Griff, yeah. who has, you know, he's gotten to the top of the power ranking, so it makes a lot of sense that yeah. his record would be so strong. Connor, Kevin, actually, is trending up. Huh. Isaac, and then Cook. So Cook dropped, at, dropped down a little bit in five through eight. Mm-hmm. So he's dropped down to the very bottom of the, the, of the top six there. And then our bottom three are Luke in the past four weeks, and then yourself, yeah. and then Eric. Keep finding myself down there. Yeah, keep finding yourself down there in that bottom three. Did you say that Isaac was trending up? Isaac was, Isaac was, um, he's he's been hovering right around that five six spot all year. Okay. He's just been hanging out there, but unable to get in the playoff picture based on our current s- setup in the league. But overall, scoring some pretty good points, just just right in there. Very interesting. Yeah. So it's yeah. So this is what what's interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna post these standings for each set of weeks. But yeah, I found it very interesting um, that I would be 
I would have the tiebreaker. So I'd be th- I'm 33 and 11 on weeks five through eight. It would be my record against wow. everybody. That's good. So yeah, I was I was just interested in boiling that down to see how it would actually look if I was if I had my head in the clouds or if my team's actually been starting to kick it up a notch. Well, I like that you you label it. What it does identify is trends. Mm-hmm. Okay, because that's the that's. And eventually, me and you are big on talking about variance, poker, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and fantasy is obviously a big variance sport that we are involved in, game, if you will. And yeah, I think that that is a good, yeah, it's a good statistic for what we see in a trend. And I'm using the word trend because that's showing like overall value from your team, even though records might look differently. You could also look at points for and say like, oh, that's really, really good. Essentially, that's what you're doing. But this is uh, this helps us actually put, I don't know, labels on the players that are trending up and trending down. Kind of reminds me of the sleeper app. Yeah. And how, like, you'll see people are picking up, people are picking down. And I just uh, think it's good to have a label on a team that's trending up or down. So I've been trending down the whole time. And the last interesting note that I wanted to bring up was just I, I highlighted each team's, um, what they've done. Like, if they've scored the best or the worst each week, I highlighted it. Okay. So... The person that has scored the highest, the most, is Cook. So three out of the eight weeks, Cook has had the top score wow. in the league. Three out of the eight. And in some then, leagues, they do a little. Uh, they do a little bounty for that. They give you like yeah. five bucks or something. So yeah, and then I mean, Tiz had one. Um, Evan had one that week. Went up. I had me. one. Kev had one. I had you one. had one. Yeah. Griff had one, and then Isaac. I think. Oh no, sorry, sorry. I think uh, Cook. That was Cooks. So yeah, okay. Cook had three. What do we see on the low end? So on the low end, oh, Benny P. Yeah, man. Four out of the eight weeks, you've had the lowest score, and that includes three out of the last four weeks. Yeah, no, I haven't been doing very well. Three out of the last four weeks. Yeah. So yeah, half of the year, you've scored the lowest points in the league. That's tough. That's tough, isn't it? I um. Yeah, that's not good. I need to talk to our manager. <laughs> I need to talk to our coach. I need to talk to our head coach and uh, see if what we can do to fix that. That's not, that's not too good. So interesting. Yeah, week five, you had the lowest. Then week six, you had the highest. Yeah, no, I had a big turnaround. Big, and then seven start. and eight, lowest, lowest. Oh. I, I, I was just, because I was like, I was wondering, like, honestly, at this point, I have a better chance for the playoffs than you do. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. I don't feel good. How does that feel? Like having feel a better good. record than me. You I, know, that's what I'm see, trying to get at. That's the whole here. thing is that yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm sneaking dubs. That's all I do. <laughs> I just sneak dubs. Like I'm not. A, I'm just a. I'm competitive. I get involved. And usually, what it is is they are. They compete with me. People just seem to play down to my level. So I'm hovering in the one hundred <laughs> to ninety to one ten is where I'm at. And people just like to come down and meet me there sometimes. Yeah. So they they underestimate and underestimate my team. They come in, we get playing. Before you know it, they're projected 98 points. I'm projected 96 points. Like, ah, hanging around, hanging around. <laughs> and you know, like, wide receiver catches a touchdown for a deep bomb. It's like, all right, I'll steal this one. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you're not telling me anything I don't know. You're just telling the league something I didn't want them to know. Yeah, so. right, yeah. yeah. No, I think it's, it's an interesting metric, though, just to see where you're trending in relation to other teams in the league and how many points you're scoring. So I think it's... It's interesting and like people can put that in there and just their thoughts when they're making power rankings of, you know, who's actually trending up, who's doing well. So yeah. I'll be interested to see how that plays a factor and how these trending teams 
continue on the rest of the season. That's good. Uh, go ahead and take a bow. I appreciate you doing our big data segment uh, this week. That is that's phenomenal. That's phenomenal stuff. I really, really appreciate and like that. And I think the league is actually going to eat that up. I hope so. Yeah. I was eating so. it up when I was figuring all this out today. So. We'll make sure to share that with the group me. Yep. Coach Boone's school board made the decision to put you on my staff. I did not hire you. Well, I came up here to coach you. I didn't have to be assigned to your staff, so I guess we're both in a situation we don't want to be in. Right. If the game won't play like that, we'll lose every game. But I can guarantee you this, Coach. I come to win. All right. Um, so, with that, let's move on to the, the next segment here. We got your classic... Danny Ainge and Blizzo Awards. So we're ready to discuss those. As always, I'm pulling up the sleeper app now. I uh, I will say, I try our best not to pick ourselves for this. Yeah. Um, but when I look back next week, I mean, I don't know. I, I want to uh, kind of. Would you? What's? What do you prefer, Danny Ainge or Blizzo to start? I feel like usually we start with the Blizzo. Yeah, let's start with the Blizzo. End on a high note. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll start. Okay. I've got mine, and this is what I'm going to say. Yep. It, I don't think it's popular opinion. Okay. But I've got to pick. Okay. Mine is Alex Tisver. Wow. Okay. Mine is Alex Tisver because Explain. of what happened with your team this week. What happened with my team? What oh. happened with Dalvin Cook. Oh, cool. um, so this Woo. is this is not just a trade value retention. This is not about like all these details. This is just watching a grown man go off on a football team and realizing that uh, you should have that person. And we saw a little bit of activity in the group me. I miss Dalvin Cook. A little bit of you know like I regret what I did there <laughs> uh, going on. And, uh, and so, yeah, just uh, an example of without that trade, I'm sure that Tiz is walking around with another W this week. So, like we talked about, Blizzo and Danny Angel Ward, I think a lot of that, on, in my opinion, hinges on your ability to get a W or an L. And so, when we look at that trade, landslide victory for you. Tiz, buddy, I love you. We can talk about anything else besides fantasy football without me hurting your feelings, but unfortunately, this is a fantasy football podcast, and I'm afraid that We've seemed to have made a big whoopsie, a big whoopsie, and um, and so your your team is hurting. It's not looking good going going down, going forward, and you could have had Dalvin Cook on your team. So, all that to be said, I've got I've got my boy Tisver with the Blizzo Award this week. Do you agree? Disagree? What are your thoughts? That's interesting. I didn't I didn't consider that because I wasn't thinking back to that trade. But you're you're right. He would have got if, to listen, win. Listen, listen. If you take an L in this, if you take an L, mm-hmm. you are in discussion. You are a nominee yeah. for Blizzo. Sure. I've never seen a winner get Blizzo, but yeah. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, if you take an L, it doesn't matter about where your score is, what you did. You take an L, you're a nominee. That's that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. I I did. That was not my Blizzo. Um, I actually had myself. As an honorable mention to the Blizzo, because mm-hmm. I did have the win on the bench. I just did not have the guts to start DJ Dallas because I had no idea what Seahawks were going to do if they were going to start. If because Travis Homer was still um, active, so and DJ Dallas had like five touches on the year. So yeah. I was like, I don't know if they're going to give the work to him, and he didn't look that great. He just got in the end zone a couple times. But I, if I played him, I would have gotten the win this week as well. 
But getting into the playoff picture, I could not give myself to Blizzo. Because whenever I, I get enough points to get myself into the playoff picture, I can't consider myself a Blizzo on that week. So I'm, I just had to do it to you again, Ben. I mean, yeah, another week in a row. Yeah. I had to give the Blizzo. 66 points. 66 points. It's bad. I don't know what else to do. I, it's, I, I mean, I picked his. Obviously, I could have picked myself. That's. I mean, I think not... your analysis, analysis is fair. Thank you. Uh, of Tiz. I really do. And I was looking for somebody that made a lineup decision that got him a loss. Like, yeah, like Luke may have potentially gotten a win, but can he really start um, Justin Jackson or Zach Moss over Kareem Hunt or James Conner? I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's just like, so if he, if he made a few more lineup decisions, maybe he gets a win, but I can't put a blizzo on him. So I was looking for something like that, but then when you see 66 points... It's just yeah. hard not to. Hey, listen, I received that, and I'm good with that. Yeah. I'll let you move on. Do you have any Ainge that you're ready to give out? I do have an Ainge. Okay. And, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I hope maybe you have more analysis than I do, but I don't know how else to give it to anybody else but Cook. I mean, he I know. Puts, puts it on my head with the most points this week when I get the second most points, when his team's got to step up and do it the most. He does it, stays in the in the lead and in, in, uh, on the record. I mean, I don't know. He stays 7-1. He's made great moves. He's made great lineup decisions. Honestly, like when I saw him put Allen Robinson on the bench, and he still like he still scored a lot, but it was the right decision. Like who else would you start him over Ayuk? Yeah. And Ayuk outscored him. Exactly. So he's just he's making good manager decisions week in week out. I've noticed the last few weeks. It's hard not to give him the ange. Yeah, I hear that. I receive that. Um, there's some honorable mentions here. I think Cook is. The Ainge. I will not be giving my Ainge award to him because I have a sleeper. Okay. Um, also, another honorable mention is Isaac to move to 4-4. Four and four. Uh, Mahomes having a big game, having the guts to play Gallman, uh, Fulgan coming alive for him, and playing Jerry Cook. I just thought there was a lot of good things going on there. And you look at the depth on his bench, and Matthew Stafford had himself a good game too. Mm-hmm. All that to be said, honorable mentions. I'm going to give an award here. You would not be able to guess this. Okay. Marcus Perkis. Ooh. Welcome to the Danny Ainge Award. Wow. The analysis on this, you're 6-2. and two. And I just want to bring to, to the attention, all right, he is sneaking right in to playoff mm-hmm. conversations. Having a record, six wins yeah. is good. Mm-hmm. And, there, and, I mean, here's the thing. This is what, you can look at your analysis, and I agree with your big data over there. He's just getting done. He's doing what I do. Which is, I'm just going to get W's when I need to get W's. And what he did is he started off, I think, with a four-point skirt, wins, and then a loss. Two more, and a loss. So, I'm just, I'm not overwhelmed with his team. I'm just, I want to acknowledge he's 6-2. and two. Mark is 6-2. and two. He is. He's not, he's not outside of playoff conversation, and he deserves some attention. Rodgers has been carrying the load. Derrick Henry has been carrying the biggest load. And... I just like some of the pieces and moves that he's made around him. Having Mike Evans, hit or miss player. You gotta have some. You gotta have your, you know, your meta world piece on a team. You gotta have your, you gotta have your Rodman on a team. You gotta mm-hmm. have your grit guy. Mm-hmm. Just that guy who can go off, get you thirty, and then go back to giving you two. Um, he has united with the Giants front with both Slayton and Ingram. It seems to be getting the job done. Gus Edwards is looking good out there in Baltimore. Uh, whenever they do find an ability to run the ball. So I just don't want to miss an opportunity to give him this because he's put together a string of wins. Yes, maybe against opponents that are lesser than him, but nonetheless, being 6-2 and two deserves an award. 
It's a it's a risky move with an investigation ongoing. Yeah. Um, we we hope that the record doesn't get expunged at any point. Exactly. Any and all there's a big award. asterisk yeah. by this angel. Exactly. Award. Any and all awards would be negated at the conclusion of the season if the investigation comes like we actually suspect. Yeah. It will come back very negative. Uh, I'm glad you scattered a wide net here and maybe picked a couple. Um, maybe this can fall to another owner if that if that is the case. But at this point, yeah, we'll we'll accept the award and congrats, Mark, on the great record. Um, Derek Henry is a beast. Yeah, he's been he's been turning. Having that with Aaron Rodgers, put some respect on my name. I'm. I think I remember putting a take on Henry when we get to the pick 'em later, but okay, maybe I'm not remembering that right, but I think I am. Well, let's uh let's move on. Let's move on to the... We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. Get up, boy! Get up! Get up! Get up! We're still weak on the left side. We're not weak on the left side. It's not the problem. What is the problem? I don't need you up on my face all the time. I don't care if you like each other or not, but you will respect each other. Punishment results. Top eight. Uh, the ballots are in, and we've come to a conclusion. So for you guys... Keeping score at home, what we have decided to do is that me and uh, me and Patrick have discussed that our review time would no longer be a flippant, uh, nonchalant, if you will, pick carefree. Yeah, carefree. Just ah, I like the look of that emoji he's got going there. I'm picking Cook. Yeah. Ah, I like the way Tiz is going this week. I'm going big days. Right. It's like playing poker without any money on the table. Right. It's like just playing play chips. It's like, okay, yeah, sure, I'm all in. So we're getting to the conclusion that we needed to put something on the line. So we did. And we asked your all's opinion. And you guys gave us a lot of good answers. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and we did even tell you guys before that we were going to anticipate putting a slew of answers together. They were stepping stones that led us to our answer. Exactly. Um... Drum roll, please. The conclusion is none of the ones that you guys said. <laughs> none of them. None of them. But they were uh, all stepping stones. Yeah. And the way that we got to it, we were discussing it earlier today. Um, for whatever reason, me and Patrick, and I, I don't try to make this brief, for whatever reason, me and Patrick really wanted to do the chip challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the heat aspect was a factor. We are like, food, good. Heat, yeah. good. Um the wasabi idea from somebody that was a, that was that was tossed around, but we decided that once we got to the heat category with food, we were like, oh man, you know what show I like? Hot ones. Hot ones is a great one. So it's like, do we put on our own hot one show mm-hmm. and video record it for content in our league? It's like, oh yeah, that seems like a little bit much. And then we moved into the reality that someone already does this. What is the name of the establishment, Patrick? I believe it's called Buffalo Woodwongs. Nope, sorry. I re- misread that. Buffalo Wild Wings. Buffalo Wild Wings. Some say B-dubs. B-dubs, yeah. B-dubs. Or as some people call BW3s. Have you heard somebody say I this have. before? You know where that comes from? I think it's like the original name of the restaurant or something was something weird. Buffalo Wild Wings? Yeah, but there's only two W's. The three is wings. What? Yeah, I know. What do you mean? B-dubs, so Buffalo Wild. Okay. And then the three... If you, oh, you mean the the actual aesthetic the, the of the number three, three is wings? Is wings okay? Like 
Okay. Yeah, you get it. I, I'm glad that you told me this because it drives me up a no, wall when yeah, I hear no. someone say BW3s. Yeah. No, dude, this is literally like I've been exactly where you're at and I've almost lost my crap. Okay. I was like, that doesn't make any effing sense whatsoever. Okay. So you're telling me Buffalo Wild 3s? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you know, like they look at me and they're like, Buffalo Wild Wings. I was yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say wings. Don't say threes. Okay. I get it now. Yeah. But yeah, I think what we really were boiling it down to was a lot of these things. A wait, lot wait, of these I'm, not, I'm still not sure that you got this. The, the you, when you, did, you did this. You did this. <laughs> yeah, wings. Yeah, 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 wings. But like, I'm, I want you to envision the number three. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. All right. No, I sure. know. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. oh, I saw you do this, and I was like, "That's that's not what I'm talking about." No, I, that was my representation okay. of wings with okay, the number three. Good, 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 good. What we boiled this down to was the hot chip challenge, the wasabi, all this thing. It actually seemed a little fun for us. And we want the punishment to actually be a punishment. Yeah. And neither one of us want to do the blazing challenge at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yep, neither one of us. We don't want to sit through and eat those hot wings like that. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of what we narrowed it down to. It was something that was actually a punishment that was not super enjoyable, but still, you know, fun. And maybe some people, other people can be involved if they so choose. So to be clear, how we're going to do this is that one of us, the loser, the winner, etc., um, we will go. Let's say that I am the loser. I'm actually not going to speak that into existence. Let's say you're the loser. Uh, let's just say, you know, the loser. The loser. The loser is required to buy the other person's meal. Whatever they want. I would anticipate myself getting a medium boneless combo with potato wedges and a Coca-Cola. Absolutely. The loser will then be required to... Uh, not only pay for their meal, but then also purchase the Blazing Challenge. Our rules are that you do not have to complete the Blazing Challenge. Our only rule is that you need to complete all wings. Mm-hmm. The Blazing Challenge, for those of you guys who don't know, is I believe they set a time limit on how fast you need to consume all of the Blazing Wings. We do not have that. Ideally, we will be doing this on a Sunday where many of the Fight Club League participants can partake and join in alongside of whoever the loser will be. The loser will only be required to buy the dinner for the other individual hmm. here today, Benny P or P. Sweezy. Um, but everybody else can join in and watch the other person suffer. Mm-hmm. So that's the uh, that's the thing. Yep. Blazing Challenge, loser buys the winner's meal. And you have to complete all wings. What happens? Wings. Let me do a little what if here. Uh, what happens if you can't? Like, what happens if you get... I think there's eight wings. I'm not sure. Maybe six. What happens if you get to wing four and you just cannot do it? You're just like, I cannot do it. What What do you? What would you ask me to summon inside of myself? Or what would you say, I need to summon this inside of myself to get through the last two? Man, I just... I don't understand that. How could you not? I love that we're both there. Because How I'm sitting you there... just not? See, just do it. Thing. I'm not going to be mean to you, but I'm like, yeah. eat the wings. Just eat them. They're there. I don't care if it's tears, snot, sweat, whatever you're do- bleeding. Like... I don't yes. want you to die. And that's actually part of the caveat as to why we picked this. It's like, we're not going to die. Yeah. Just do the blazing challenge. Just do it. Just eat it. It's a freaking restaurant chain with a marketable wing idea. Yeah. People have done this before. Just do it. So whatever. So that's what I'm saying. Like in complete fairness between me and you right now, whenever one of us is having a weak moment, just yeah. freaking do it. Don't be a baby. Don't be a baby. Just eat your freaking wings. Don't be a baby back we're not, wing. We're not here for you to be a big baby. Gosh. Just eat your wings. Oh, I would be... I can't imagine the embarrassment I would feel if I th- thought I was going to back out yeah. of a yeah. freaking See, wing challenge. Yeah, that be? Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. I'm getting excited. Ugh. I'm getting excited. Yeah. Okay. Another rule. Mm-hmm. 
ranch, can ranch be included? Again, taking out the Blazing Challenge itself, we are essentially establishing our own. Now, again, if you are able to do the Blazing Challenge, they are therefore free. So if you want to save yourself some money, do the challenge. And I don't know what their rules are, but as far as our rules go before we get to the table, ranch? My experience with very spicy things are hot things are hot. Okay. No matter what you do, hot things are hot. If I'm dipping it in ranch, that is not going to be covering up the hot, hot spice. So I don't think it really... Okay. Detracts from it. Okay. All Even right. if you're drinking a beer with it, like it may give you like a little bit of relief, but it's still really hot. I don't okay. know. What do you think? Well, I was gonna. I, I just wanted to. Say I'm fine either way. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine either way. I just. I don't ranch think. Should try to get through it. Then I'm like, all right, whatever. Yeah. I just. I don't think ranch covers up that much. Yeah. So spice. ranch is a go. Mm-hmm. Blue cheese, same rule applies. Sure. Water. Do we have any water? Spike? If you if you want water, that's fine. But water makes it worse. Okay. Now, beer is the question, because beer actually does help. Oh, it does? Yeah. Beer with spicy stuff, it actually helps the burn. I, like, it's not, like like I said, like it's going to be spicy either way, but a beer actually helps more than a water does. Uh, I, I would not even want to do that, personally. You to what? To drink better. a beer? Yeah. The only thing yeah. that I would want to do is maybe drink milk. Yeah. But yeah. Well, milk and beer, yeah, those are, those are the two things that, like actually give some relief. So I wouldn't want to do it, but if you're saying that you would want to do it, then I would have to open that up for both of us. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm saying I don't care either way. I, w- I wouldn't want to do milk. I don't think I feel you like, have milk. Yeah, I mean, it just it's, that seems like a cop-out. It's like, I, I would get a beer because I would enjoy a beer. I wouldn't get milk to... I'm not going to be enjoying this highest. experience, though. That's right. what I'm saying. Like, I'm not going to yeah. be enjoying this. I would only be using the beer as help to get me through this. Sure, yeah. And I don't think it's going to give you that much help, but... I'll tell you this. I will not be buying a beer. Okay. I will, we will not hinder each other from getting the beer if we think that it is doable. If anything, I'll buy a beer after. Okay. Let's say no beer. No, no beer. beer during. Water is all you got. Water. That's it. Yeah. Water and ranch. Water, ranch, and those wings. Water, ranch, and the wings. I'm fine to nix the ranch if that's if if you're worried about the ranch. Oh, I don't care. I, I literally don't care. I think that you're exactly right. Like There might be a little part of that that might mm-hmm. help somewhat, but ultimately yeah. you're going to find yourself in a deep, dark hole. Yeah. So... Yeah, getting excited. So yeah, that's what we. Uh, that's how we concluded that. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for it. Yeah, if people want to do that again, ideally it'll be on a Sunday. Hopefully we can get a, a six top, an eight top, or something like that. I mean, you can position ourselves where we can be going through that together. Neither one of us, by the way, just as a qualifier, are like super spicy. No, no, no. no, no. What has happened is that heat has been marketed to us really, really well. Yeah. By hot ones, it just seems fun now. Yeah. It just seems fun, which is, it's not going to be fun. Yeah. It will not be fun. No. Um, the hot chip challenge, it seems like, oh, I can't believe how hot that is. I've got to, I've got to see that mm-hmm. for myself. Yeah. It's like, so you want to do it. And it's like, it's not going to be fun. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say either of us have a lot of tolerance for spicy foods. Ooh. Or even seek out a lot of the most that I go is uh, is I put hot sauce on my breakfast burrito from time to time. Yeah, like a Cholula or a Valentina. That's exactly what it is, Cholula. Okay, so good. Yeah, and that's not hot. Quite mild. Yeah, actually, no, no spice whatsoever. It's just a sauce. It's just a sauce, basically. Oh man. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, Great. Let's uh, let's transition. I want you to tell me something about one of your teammates. I'm rooming with Blue, sir. He wears those leopard-spotted underwears, bikini style, sir. Okay, maybe somebody who's not your roommate. Each one of you will spend time every day with a different teammate. 
Does the term cruel and unusual punishment mean anything to you? The next topic is the our review time. It's review time. Man, we're cruising. We are. I mean, we're an hour almost into this, and with editing and all that, it'll probably be an hour, around an hour, 57 minutes. So, um, we get to do our weekly review. This is where the, the road meets the road. road. Gosh, I am nervous. We were picking earlier today, and it's quite... I mean, now we have exactly what's on the line, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad we got it out of the way before we figured out, because we're notched up right now. And Yikes. neither one of us remember what our yeah, picks are. Yeah, we can are never remember. Off the top of our um, head, so. Okay. So you have the matchups. I got the matchups pulled up right here. I've got what we said with the new sleeper update. Where Let's it's go more ahead compact. and pull up the Evan and Connor matchup if you don't mind. I've got it right here. Uh, we both oh. picked. It's got to got to get this sticky. We both picked. Score. Um, we both picked Connor. And Evan won. Evan did win, and I was with Connor the whole entire day, whole entire day on Sunday Fun Day, um, which mad appreciation for Connor hosting a Sunday Fun Day. Uh, part of me felt like I stayed a little too long. Uh, I was really into the Bears game, and it was that 425 game, so essentially I was there until overtime. And when I realized it was going into overtime, I was like, I've got to leave their house. Like, I, I have to leave. Overstayed your welcome? Um, I don't know if I did that because <laughs> they're so nice and they're so kind. Right. But there was part of me that was just like, I've, I've been here too long. Yeah. And even though this game is going into overtime and I care about what happens – I can listen to it on the radio on the way home and catch the end of it by the time I get there. So okay. thank you for hosting. But yeah, we both picked Connor. Connor lost. And all that to say was that at the beginning, Connor was up big. And I was watching with Connor and Evan. And Evan was getting pulverized early. And uh, and Evan hangs on and gets the, the Eagles w. defense. I was surprised. The Eagles defense is yeah, exactly. what solidified it. Yeah. Our takes were I had Jacob and Hill going for 20 points each. Um... Jacobs had 15. Yeah, and Hill. Hill did have 23.8. So not, not, not exactly right. Not exactly. And, uh, and Gio and AJ, there. less than six for, for Evan. Gio Bernard and was AJ. It six each? Is that what it was? Less than six. Yeah, less, less than, six. than six each. So AJ, you were right. But Gio had 23. Okay. <laughs> 22.8. So, so, so you're half right. right on both. Eh, that gets you nothing. That gets you nothing right. in this league. You had Rojo going for plus 20. I not think that, that Yeah, happened. that game script was crazy. I thought for sure the Bucks would go up early. And then I think you it said buy Hertz just for just for Connor. I think it got it said buy Hertz. Buy buy up here. Here. Buy Hertz. Oh, the buys. Yeah, yeah the buys. Ton of buys. Um somebody had a ton of buys at Hertz. I think it was Evan. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I think that's what it was. So Evan's not got to win, but Evan him. won and we did not get a point. Nope. Uh, let's go with Eric and Mark matchup. Okay. We split this one. Okay. Yeah, no. Who'd you have? Juicy. I have Eric. Ooh, Mark. And you the... had Mark. Ooh, man. Uh, Each Mark had... is huge. Yeah, it's big now. Oh, gosh. Had and you had him I mean, had for plus 20. I think that was, it's not a crazy take, but uh, but a take nonetheless. 19. Yeah, accurate. Close. Uh, and I had Lamar, two TDs rushing. He had two fumbles rushing, <laughs> two passing touchdowns, he looked, but not two He teams. looked so bad. Yeah, he looked so bad. He's looked, he struggled this year. And I had Eric with a 15-point win, so obviously not the case. Not the case. Eric, or Mark gets the W there, and you take the point. Wow. All right. All right. Uh, on to our next matchup. Oh, no. What is it? We split. Okay, okay. Luke, is it Luke? Luke and, and Griffin. Okay. Who do you have? I had Luke. 
I had Griffin. Oh, my And gosh. Griffin won. Yeah. Ooh, oh, baby. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Starting to get spicy. I had and James Dubs. Connor plus 20. You had 15. And then I had less than 115 as a team. Griffin would score less than 115. You're as right a team. about that. He scored 100. Uh, you had Wentz going for plus 30. Man, Wentz did not do that. But you still get the W. Still get the W. Man. Okay, going into a hole here. Our next one we split, Tiz and Isaac. Tiz and Isaac, okay, who'd you have? I had Tiz, you had Isaac. Isaac won. Oh my gosh. Oh man. I am not doing good. I'm on the fast break. I'm slapping the glass right now. Oh no. (laughs) I'm slapping the glass. Oh no. (laughs) You had had Cook with 16 plus. Who? The tight end. Jared Cook. Jared Cook. Had, 16 plus. I had 13.6, so no. And a, a good waiver streams overall is what you said about his team. Good pickups. Wayne Gallman, Boston Scott. I mean, they were they were serviceable. I wouldn't say they were great, but they were serviceable. I had Cooper plus 15, and I had Jones plus 20. Cooper had one point. Oh, my And gosh. Jones... Who, oh, Aaron Jones was out. Or are you talking about Marvin Jones or Aaron Jones? No, I'm talking about uh, Aaron Jones. Yeah, and he was out. But Jamal had 16. What did you say Aaron would have? Uh, Aaron Jones, 20 plus. Okay, and Jamal Williams had 16.8. So Had Fulgham. Uh, you don't like Fulgham. No, I don't. I remember I that. said 7 or less. He had 16.8. Yikes. Yep. And T.Y. I had T.Y. for 7 or less. Where's T.Y.? They might have played. I don't know. T.Y. is not good. Dang it. I don't even see T.Y. They might have dropped him. It doesn't matter. Oh, there he is. He was on his bench. He had 1.9. So you're right. He did terrible. But yep. he did not play him. Okay, on to the next matchup. Me and Kevin. Okay. We both picked the same person. We picked myself. We both picked you and we were both led astray. Yeah, I had Garoppolo plus 30. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ouch. I had Alaire plus 15. Ouch. Ooh. I had Kevin... Uh, plus one ten, as a as a team. He would did do that. And I had Galladay for seventeen plus. Galladay had zero. He went out. Well, he had four you targets. Had Jefferson getting me twenty plus. Jefferson did not do that. No, he did not. Because Dalvin Cook stole every single touchdown. Yes, he freaking did. And I was ecstatic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, on to your matchup with Cook. Okay. We both picked Cook. Cook won. So Cook did win. Oh, so we both uh, get a point there. Yeah. You said that Kamara, 100-plus receiving yards. He had 96 receiving yards. Yeah, right on the money. Did I say 10-plus targets or something? With Thomas out. Yeah, Thomas, Thomas was out. out. Yeah. Uh, I had... I think I said 10-plus targets, and he got 13 targets. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had Gronk, Brady, and Sukup getting less than 30. A little bit of math there. Uh, Gronk Sukup 13, Brady. Gronk 12, so that's 25, plus 25, they did over 50. Okay. Very good. Uh, also had Corey Davis, 20 plus, it was going to be your torture. Yeah. You're going to have to watch him go, and then Kamara plus 20. I remember watching that game and being like, yep, that's exactly what happened. And I remember saying that's why I traded away A.J. Brown, because I feel like Corey Davis gets a ton of targets. Yeah. Yep, and that, that was, you were accurate on that. That'll conclude our time, and uh, just for update on the scoring, go ahead and show me what the difference is. So I now have a score of 23 to your score of 20. I have a lead of 3. 
going into next week's matchups. Real quick math here. Uh, so what was your total? Twenty three to twenty. Twenty three to twenty. Um, and that is out of eight know. seven weeks. We are eight weeks. We did not keep the first week. Eight weeks times six is forty eight. So twenty three out of forty eight. Just below twenty average. Jeez. She's in our I don't feel good about that now. Did I go four for six this week, though? I feel like that's pretty Yeah, you definitely... You went hot. Was it already empty? It didn't fall. Okay. Might have spilled some bourbon. What was on the table there? No, it was just water left from the ice. Okay, so I guess ice I'm going to give you that. Okay. And we are going to move into... If you lose a game, they'll fire you. One game, just like that. Brother, don't you know me? And your mama went out on the town last night. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> what happened to you? Man, I just gave your mama a piggyback ride, and she weighs twice as much as I do. <laughs> Our pick'em. Hardly know him. Time for me to make up ground here, because now I'm down three. That's all I can think about. So, need to... We go to the Evan and Eric matchup. Evan and Eric. And I've got my pick. Do you have yours? Yep. Three, two, one, Evan. Eric. All right, we're we'll we split. splitting. Uh, I'm gonna, you've been kicking my butt. Tell me what's going to happen. <laughs> uh, Josh Allen is returning to form this week okay. to further dig in. Yeah. 30-plus uh, points, which will be the first time he's done that since very early in the season. Okay. Any other any other takes as to why Eric loses? Just kind of. Yeah. No. I, I, other takes. I, I you, don't, pretty, you don't have to. I just. I was you know. pretty single in my takes this week. Um, Working on five hours of sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, I've got Eric. Uh, I don't. I will say full disclosure. I don't like either of these rosters. Okay. Fair. You know. It's fair. So, uh, it's, I don't want to get too political, but. Political. <laughs> a vibe that we've got going for today is I don't like either of these candidates. I don't like either <laughs> of their rosters, but yeah. i got to make a choice. And uh, I picked Eric just because I will say the odds of him losing as many as he's going to lose in a row are just, they're just, they're not, they're not, hmm. I think we're due for some variance here. That's what I'll say. All yeah. right. And uh, Eric's going to get the W, and what, what's going to put him over the, the thing is Juju's going to beat out Deontay Johnson in that Pittsburgh wide receiver matchup. Okay. All right. Now you grimace there. You, you make face. I just laugh at how much you hate Deontay Johnson. I don't hate him. I really don't hate him. I just don't know enough about him. I even had a conversation with Evan as to uh, as to like who he is. Like, tell me more about this kid because I just don't know who he is. Yeah. Um. So that's that's again that's my fault. And here it is. It might just bite me right in the rear end if I'm not careful. But I've got Juju going for plus sixteen. Okay. And I just don't have. Uh, I have Deontay Johnson for less than eight. Okay. So I'll put it here. Juju, 16 plus. Johnson, minus 8. Minus 8. <laughs> Fumbles every single catch. <laughs> yeah. All right. Next matchup is Luke and Isaac. Okay. I have my pick. Me, too. Three, two, one, Isaac. Isaac. All right. So we're going to split on there. The same side here. I'll tell you why. Tell me why. By attack. What? By attack. Yeah, by apocalypse. By attack on Luke. By apocalypse is hitting hard. Um, and I've got Hopkins and Hasty going for 15. Um, Hasty. Okay. 
What does it say? It says Hopkins and Hasty, 15 plus games for the edge. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopkins and Hasty, 15 plus, and they give him a five point edge. So it's going to be a slim margin. It's going to be a close game. But let's see. I'm going to write this down Hopkins, Hasty, 15 plus, and a five point win for Isaac. Tell me why you got Isaac as well. I've got to take that Antonio Gibson is going to dominate this week, both in the rushing and the passing game. Get 20-plus points because they're coming off of the bye, and they've really figured out, the Washington football team's figured out how to really use Antonio Gibson and give him all the work. Um, big fan of Antonio Gibson all year, and I think this week he is going to take over. Okay. I like it. I like it, I like it. Wish I still had him. Cook and Scruff. Cook and Scruff. Cook and Scruff. Big matchup. Big, Big matchup. Big matchup. This is going to be tough for us. Mm-hmm. And it was tough for us when we were picking two. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Three, two, one. Scruff. Good. We're splitting. splitting. But I, I don't want to say good because, honestly, this is a win-win for either of these teams. Like, they're, they're so good that it's kind of dependent... At, I don't know. I don't know if any of our analysis is going to get us the edge is what I'm saying. Both of them are good. Either one of them could win. Tell me why you think Cook is going to win. That's why I don't really have a take, man. Yeah. I just yeah. did not even put a take. I just said he's just got good matchups. He's going to edge him out. Um, that, and that's it. I didn't have any strong takes because they're, they're, their teams are so strong yeah. that it almost feels like making a take on somebody is like, you know, making a layup. It's like, it's oh, Alvin Kamara is going to go for 20-plus. Well, yeah, he's already projected for that. So, like, what, what's there left to do here? He's just going to win. Yeah, I, uh, I've i got Scruff with the edge. I said Newton gets back on track. Okay. Uh, that's a, that's that, a take. That would that be is a take. take. Yeah. Uh, for 25-plus, he had 20 last game, even mm-hmm. though he looked miserable. Oh, my gosh. So that was, rushing just yeah. keeps him alive. For 25-plus, uh, I also got Scruff winning by 17 points overall, so it's not a big margin of victory. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've also got the flex and tight end. Is what get it done for me when I was making this decision. Hmm. When I look at the tight end and flex, I just like Griff's more. Yeah. So I'm gonna focus on that tight end flex spot. Uh, I just say it gives him. Let's say I just go with the 20 plus versus Cooks. Yeah. Because I've got a 17 point win here, and I think that maybe could make up that space. Then I'll make a flex take. I think Ayuk yeah. is gonna have 20 plus because I think he only benefits from Kittle going down getting more targets. That's true. So I'm going to go with Ayuk there. So the flex will decide it for us. It's good. It's good. We've got the Tiz-Mark matchup. Three. You ready? Yep. Three, two, one. Mark. Mark. All right. We agree. Tell me what's going on over there. I got John Brown in a bounce back big game, which couples up with my Josh Allen take from above. It's going to be his best game of the year. Wow. How much? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I just looked back at Big his game. at yeah. his games and I said he's gonna have his best game of the year. So it's going to be, how, what does he have to beat to make his best game of the year? And that is going to be over sixteen point two, which he hasn't done since week two. Okay, sixteen plus for John. You betcha, John Brown Hindpots. That's right. Maybe I'll do it. Remember the Titans. Oh. We got Titans. Coach Boone. Many, many Titans. You bet you John Brown Han Potts. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, let's see. I've got Mark. I've got... Here's the thing. I want to read into the whole entire picture here. 
got some bad momentum for Tiz. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, listen, I mean, his team is just, it's it's just, none of us are in all of his team anymore. He's made a bad trade, made some bad moves. Uh, we're just not sure about his team anymore, and it looks like the trajectory is downward, trending downward. When, mm-hmm. we, do and do, when we go into the big numbers, the big data mm-hmm. earlier, I think if you were to do a, let's say, a week 7 to week 12, yeah. it's going to be trending down. I think it's going to be on the yeah. way down. So, with that being said, I got Tiz falling off, and I just, overall momentum is down. Uh, I said that Mark pounces on this victory. Obviously, Henry and Rogers ride. That's not a big take, but they've just been cruising all year long. I'll go ahead and give uh, give Rogers and Henry for 50-plus wow. together, which is just 25 a pop, which doesn't seem – it's not unlikely from either of them, sure. honestly. Uh, so – up against your Bears, too, for Henry. Yeah, it's whether or not we can stop the D. Uh, there's a um, – or stop the run. Akeem Hicks has been injured. I've got an app was telling me stuff that he's questionable, and he's a big run stopper for us. So if he's a, he is out, it's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I want to speak into the existence right now. Khalil Mack's step up. He's been a little mm. – he's – like, the things that – there is a statistics for them, like rushes and hurries, those kind of statistics – but his sack numbers, his sack numbers are down, mm-hmm. and just some of those big statistics that you look for uh, are down. So I'm just, come on, Khalil, you can do it. You can, yeah. you can break out of this. That's our team's going against each other, Titans Bears. Sorry, you want to try to get together? Yeah, let's do it. Sunday, come on over. Sunday, watch football. Watch football. You want me to come over here? Let's watch a football. Oh, do we have it on TV? I wonder. Is it on? Is it in our region? We're gonna have to pull it up on the black market. Yeah, I'm not afraid of doing that. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Next one is going to be Ben and Connor. Myself yep. and Connor. Yep. Uh, yeah, I've got my pick. Okay. Three, two, one. Connor. Myself. Yeah, no, I know. Wow. I changed my pick. Did you? I originally I, went I Connor. Yeah. I'm not opposed of going away from myself. Okay. There's what, a little bit of projection you, going on here. It? Uh, me looking at my record saying I'm three and five. Hmm. And next week it being three and six. Hmm. Um, yeah, you don't. No, want that. thank you. You don't want that. Now big, is that going to make, make me eat blazing wings? <laughs> Potentially. Potentially. If you're able to remove yourself from the situation, the better. You're mm-hmm. you're you're better off. Yeah. But I am having a hard time doing so. So I've got myself going to four and six, a respectable four. No, a four and five. Next week, four and instead five. of three and six. I just yeah. I said fire power. Uh, <laughs> I said Lockett misses. That's the only uh, hope that I have mm-hmm. is that Lockett misses for a second game in a row now. Yeah. Um, which is unlikely. Well, I mean, he's he's hot and cold, hot and cold. He has really big games, really small games. So. And uh, and the Cheetah. I've got him having a quiet game as well. Ooh, quiet Cheetah. I, I just like – so look through their stats. What is what's their lowest point outings? He's been very steady. Well, Lockett has been – very often. Yeah, on. boomer bust, but Hill has not been so, right? But he has Hill's been... got one or two, maybe. Let me look. He's got one game I would call bust. Which was like a below 10-point game? Yeah, four points. The He's been very consistent. The rest so, of the year was 13 points. All I have to say is that so. I need that to happen. I need Connor to score under 110. So, Connor, wow. under this. 110. I mean, I'm just telling you what I need. Yeah. yeah. Just telling me what I need, what my team needs. Um, a quarterback. And then I need Jefferson... And I will say, yeah, I plan on streaming a quarterback. Obviously. I would hope so. Yeah, he's out. <laughs> um, but I got Jefferson and Allen saving me again. Again? So, yeah, they've, they've done it before. Okay. 
Allen and Jefferson. Maybe this is the gritty week for Jefferson. With uh, with forty plus. Whom? Allen and Jefferson combined. Combined. Okay. Just saving my butt a little bit here. You've got Connor. What what gives you the edge to Connor? Uh, my take for him was Josh Jacobs getting twenty plus because Josh Jacobs has not been just blazing the ground recently. Mm-hmm. He, the last time his best game this year was week one. So and he's gonna he's gonna return to form this week. It's just a bounce back week for a lot of players, is what I'm finding on my on my takes and Josh Jacobs is continuance of that. Twenty plus points. I respect it. I respect it. Um and then we've got Kevin and Patrick. Oh yeah. All I've right. got my pick. Yep. Three to one. Patrick. Patrick. Wow, you're picking me here. I gotcha. I got the Mo. Yeah, you do. Exactly. Tell us more about that Mo. I've got the Mo and what I said was I gotta believe in myself. And I've got to will into existence that Michael Thomas Michael Thomas plays this week. Yep. So I get him back, got Dalvin Cook, and then the X factor for me is gonna be Henry Ruggs in my flex, and he is going to get fifteen plus only the second time this year um, that he's done that. Every other week he's been eight zero 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 five. Yeah. So he's gonna blow up this week. Fifteen plus and that's going to be a difference maker for me. Gotcha. I'm on the same page. I've got Thomas playing. I've got Cook and Thomas for plus 40. Nice. And Yeah, nice. <laughs> Love nice. to hear it. And I've got Metcalf falling off this week. He had a huge game. Looked like one of the best wide receivers we've seen in a long time last game. Man. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the running game out in Seattle. They get up big, and they just try to melt the clock. I don't know what... Game script it needs to be, but Metcalf, I've got uh, him under ten. Man, so I, I need that. So that's just that's what I'm seeing. That's what I'm that's what I'm feeling. Okay. And uh, when I look back on the review of our teams, we've got one split, two split, three split. So I can win it back. Wow, three out of six split. Yeah. So we had three out. Of, we got three split there. So that's what we did last week too. Interesting. Hopefully, it doesn't go to minus six for me. You don't need these anymore, right? Nope. Hopefully Minus it doesn't. Six. Like I would oh. I just wanna take one off a week. You know, I just wanna keep on inching away one at a time. Yeah, so yeah, it's, not, it's fine if we split two and then I get one. And as we get closer, that's the thing that's gonna be a lot of fun. Is like we'll start to see what like I mean, you need to do the math and you need to be like, Well listen, we only got X amount of weeks left mm-hmm. and I need to make this pick and it's like gonna be like cook against, you know, me. And it's like, all right, well, that's a home run. He's going to pick some, Cook, yeah. so I have to take the upset. And it's like it's going to split apart a lot of, like, really far. I'll stay close. Yeah, that's that'll true. Be, that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. That'll be good. So that was our pickums. Uh, we're all getting a little anxious, a little excited, a little sweaty about our blazing stuff. A little sweaty. Um, now we get to transition into... What's going on? We wanted to let you know we was going to warm up a little different tonight. We are Greek mythology, the titans were greater even than the gods. We're going to change the way we run. They ruled their universe with absolute power. We're going to change the way we block. Well, that football field out there tonight, that's our universe. We're going to change the way we win. We don't let anything, nothing, come between us. We are team. Our take and stick them 
review. So looking at this one, uh, we're going to go ahead and look at our previous takes, keep you up to date on those, and see if there's any updates yeah, we need to say. So tell me about our takes. What do we got? Yep. So don't have any new takes this week that I am aware of. Okay, so quick review. So our quick review of the takes on the board are Ertz. This is your, just ridiculous. your Ertz Goddard take. So Ertz, 115 receptions, 7 touchdowns. Those guys don't even play football anymore. Unlikely. Yeah, Goddard is back out there, though. Okay, so, sure. So Goddard, 56-3 and three is the cap that you gave him. Wait, 56-3 and three touchdowns? 56 receptions, 3 touchdowns. That was the Does he already have more than 3 touchdowns? No. See, that's, that's, that's actually huge for me. Yeah, because he's been injured, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But he's back now. That's true. Um, you've got Josh Allen outside of the top eight with $10 going to Shacklett. Dropped to the fourth position this week with his play, or maybe, maybe it hasn't even registered Maybe yet. further. He was, he was maybe fourth f- last week. Yeah, so he's either fourth or fifth, and I think there's some people willing to, like, there's a couple of players that are, like, the, pro- the point differential, I've done a little bit of research, is I think for some of the outside quarterbacks, all that they need to do is outscore him by... 12 or 15 to jump up into the top eight conversation, hmm. which would essentially, I mean, like if he got 10 and let's say somebody else jumped up there with 28, mm-hmm. they take that spot and he could shift. So he's having a bounce back week this week though. Okay. According to my projection. Sure. So we'll see. Really excited to get that 10 bucks from Evan Shacklett. Yeah. And then you and I have our projections of Evan S's wins on the year. You have him as winning no more than four. I have him as winning no more than three. He's at three right now. I He's think. at three. So He's at three. So not I don't know what happens good. if he gets another one. We'll, we'll, our takes will stand. but Mine will fall. Yours will fall, but our sticky note will be united. Yeah. And then we've got Aaron Evans' guarantees. He's one and one on the year. You think, no we, get a, you think we get a guarantee this week? I don't know. I mean, it's been a little bit of a guaranteed drought. We're one week removed at least. Guarantee. Who's he up against? What do we say? He's up against Eric. The grudge match. That actually would be a great time for a guarantee. guarantee. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. That would be a great time. Um, Then we've got Alex Cook saying Evan will not make the playoffs. And then Griff also jumping in on that as well, saying Evan will not make the playoffs. Yeah, I like it. And then we've got Evan saying that I will not get more than three wins this year, which I'm still at one. But I'm in the playoffs. Ah, that's so <laughs> crazy. Um, oh, I hate that. And then we've got Connor saying Cook and Griff will not win the 2020 championship, which he reaffirmed in the group meet this week to solidify that take. Thank you. And that is our takes. I love it. Those are our takes. Our our takes. Those our. You those sound like you sound like an otter. Our. You sound like a seal. Our 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 takes. Our 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 our. Yep. Um, and there was no new takes? No new takes. Wow. Um, with that being said, that's the, that's the conclusion of the podcast. Conclusion of the pod. We really kept it nice and tight. I came in with a lot of energy. Came with a lot of energy. We didn't have a lot of waivers to fumble through. Yes. Uh, had some big data right there in the middle. Um, that I'll be posting to the group me. Any th- any other final thoughts? Any other things you'd like to you'd like to say to the group? Go out and vote. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> Polls are closed. Yeah, I can't right now. Register for funny. next time. Yeah, register. Yeah, whatever. Um, 
No, that's all I got. But I appreciate you guys listening, and uh, we're we're really excited to get this podcast out to you early. I think it's going to be a sneak attack. It's going to hit you guys on a Tuesday night, and you're going to be like, "Wait, what?" They've grown accustomed to midnight, yeah. as much Wednesday. of our listeners have. So for those reasons, I guess an apology is necessary. But I'm getting it ahead to you ahead of schedule, so mm-hmm. you're welcome. It's yeah. more in order. He said, "He said we're we doing it tonight or tomorrow night." I said, "I'm hyped up off of this playoff." Five o'clock for me. I said, <laughs> five o'clock morning. I've been, I got up at five a.m. Let's get this thing cruising. Yeah, that's good. So sweet. Well, uh, we'll wrap it up. Thanks again, Patrick, for hosting the dojo. Dojo. Um, shouts out to the league. Let's make, let's get some more takes in there. Let's get some more takes going. Let's get some more takes going. Takes, yeah. If you got a feeling, you got a vibe. Make a take. We'll stick it. Review it and get back to you. So, um, with that being said, any conclusion thoughts? Uh, nope. You covered it. Covered it all. We are in there like swimwear. Swimwear. Sweet, let's do this intro part of the podcast now. Okay, let's intro it. Alright. See you guys. Bye. The first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about.